All right. Good day, safe travels, and welcome to the Newsmax Daily for November 22nd, 2023. 11-22-23. A Wednesday that feels like a Friday for most people, and it's National Jukebox Day. Is the image or the song many of us think of when we hear the word jukebox or see a jukebox, right? The old, iconic jukebox. Still one of the most sought-after and valuable items among antique and nostalgia collectors for sure. The name jukebox originating from the juke joints or juke houses of the early 1900s, even though the first official jukebox was built around 1886. Juke houses or juke joints were places where people would gather to drink, dance, and listen to music from the music machine. And on this day, 60 years ago, President John F. Kennedy was assassinated in downtown Dallas. A recent Gallup poll found that 65% of Americans still think that Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone when he shot and killed JFK on that day 60 years ago. And topping the headlines on this November 22nd is the deal announced overnight between Israel and Hamas to release some hostages after more than six weeks of war. The Israeli cabinet approving the deal that would allow for a four-day pause and the release of about 50 Israeli women and children, as well as three American citizens, including a three-year-old child in exchange for about 150 Palestinian women and children that are being held in jails in Israel. Newsmax's Greta Van Susteren is back in Israel and spoke with the Israeli Defense Forces spokesperson ahead of the overnight announcement. Today, the Israeli Defense Forces tweeted, quote, 40 children held hostage in Gaza. Some lost their parents, their siblings, their friends, but they all lost their innocence. We will do everything in our power to bring them home, end of quote. Now, what the IDF did not include in that tweet is that Hamas murdered some of those parents in front of their children. Israel Defense Forces spokesperson, Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conriquez joins me. Good evening, sir. And obviously the news here in Israel is the possibility of some sort of pause in the, uh, in the, uh, in the military action. But how, are you certain that Hamas has all the hostages, or do some other terrorist groups have some of the 250 hostages? Good evening or good night, Greta. Um, we are certain that Hamas has control over the hostages. Uh, I think that they've been trying to uh, send a message that they don't really have control and they're trying to buy time by claiming not to be aware of the whereabouts of all of them. Uh, I think that is another Hamas lie. They've had more than uh, 46 days to uh, establish the presence of all of the hostages that they took from Israel to Gaza. So I wouldn't uh, read too much into it. What we're focused on is military operations on the ground, dismantling their infrastructure. And whenever the Israeli government will tell us that they need something else, we will, of course, implement that uh, to the letter. All right. Assuming there is a military operation pause, and I don't know if there is going to be one or not, that's still being discussed. 
that does not, there's no pause in a military operation defending its, Israel's, Israel defending itself against Hezbollah's rockets coming from the north. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, not against Hezbollah attacks from Lebanon, not against uh, Houthi attacks in the area of Yemen, and uh, nothing else. Operations will continue in Judea and Samaria uh, against Hamas infrastructure there. We will continue to arrest Hamas operatives there, and we will continue to defend ourselves uh, on all our fronts uh, against whatever aggression will come, whether it is from uh, far away, Iran, or from uh, close to our borders. That's IDF Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conricus with Greta Van Susteren in Israel. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan telling Good Morning America that he's hopeful that the deal reached to secure the release of hostages will hold up. You can never have full confidence until you actually see hostages back in the arms of their families. But I am very hopeful that there will be a pause. These hostages will begin to be released. Also on the international front, the Pentagon confirming that a U.S. air base in Iraq was attacked on Tuesday. Several U.S. service members were injured. The air base responding, of course, in self-defense, reportedly killing several Iranian-backed militants. And North Korea says it has launched a spy satellite into orbit and is promising to launch additional satellites. Meanwhile, there's been no confirmation for sure thus far from South Korea media or the U.S. that that launch was actually successful. While here in the U.S., there is a lot of discussion over Elon Musk's latest battle with liberal media. Uh, Elon Musk filing a lawsuit against Media Matters, which you likely never read, so you may not be familiar. Chris Salcedo spoke with Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, who's also suing Media Matters. Uh, let's go on to uh, Elon Musk. He filed a lawsuit against Media Matters for, quote, intentionally deceptive reporting, end quote. And now you've also launched a probe into Media Matters for their potential fraudulent activity. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so we learned about this actually through what through the actual lawsuit that Elon Musk filed and then the reporting of it. It looks, it looks like we don't know yet we're actually starting that investigation. That's what this is about, is starting the investigation to determine if Media Matters basically defrauded consumers and, and, and potentially tried to put Twitter out of business by lying to consumers and lying to advertisers on Twitter about what was actually happening and, and trying to claim that Elon Musk and Twitter was racist when actually it was Media Matters that was promoting that, that idea and that story. So let me ask you this, because a lot of folks, you know, me, uh, uh, X, uh, Twitter, uh, formerly uh, now known as X, uh, they are a, a worldwide company. They, they hit the, uh, people all around the globe. What interest is, does Texas have and what angle does Texas have to uh, start an investigation on what happened between Media Matters and X? So our interest in what is what happens in Texas, not necessarily what happens around the world. Obviously, what happens in Texas affects the world. But if you're defrauding or lying about something you're doing in Texas, then we have an obligation to find out what that is. We also oversee charities and nonprofits. And so in this case, uh, Media Matters is a nonprofit. And we have an obligation to the people of Texas to make sure that charities are not defrauding uh, consumers in any way or not lying to them or not misleading them and that they're operating under the laws of Texas. Well, there, there was a reason I asked that, Mr. Attorney General, is because uh, just because Texas is launching this, this investigation into Media Matters, 
Uh, doesn't that follow that maybe a lot of other states with, with conservative attorneys general like you at the head interested in justice and protecting our people, that they would, that they would also launch their own investigations because they would have just as much a predicate as you did? Yeah, and I don't think even any attorney general should care about this because if consumers are being lied to, every attorney general, no matter what party, should care. It shouldn't be just the conservative attorney general. It should be all attorney generals should look into this issue because it does look a little fishy as to what's actually going on. Well, you and I both know that, that the left-wing attorneys general, I know they should care, but not a lot of them do. Chris Salcedo, host of The Chris Salcedo Show with Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Newsmax host Rob Schmidt also has more on the Media Matters story as well. Media Matters tried to flip on the left-wing outrage machine, as they so often do, with this headline. Newsmax host Joe Biden is mandating government agencies spend their time and spend your money seeking to register as much of America's dead weight as they possibly can to vote. And they just basically pulled a quote. They really couldn't spin it much because I said the flat-out truth, and they know it. But they attempt to expose me, trying to bully me into shutting up. This is how they operate. Because when your political ideology is based in part on bribing non-contributing members of society with everyone else's money, this is how you have to operate. Media Matters claims to be fighting for truth, but they are massive purveyors of lies. They just only like certain kinds of lies. They spent years helping the media destroy the Trump presidency with the obvious lie of Russia collusion. Their friends over at NewsGuard, another political machine of the rabid left, which controls most major ad buyers by bullying them, rates Media Matters as trustworthy. Yes, NewsGuard says Media Matters is trustworthy. Not even the left-wing Atlantic could stomach that claim, saying in the past that Media Matters is clearly little more than a political machine. Quote, the ferocity with which Media Matters has defended Hillary Clinton can verge on the absurd. Like this 2008 story taking down Chris Matthews for alleging that Hillary did not become a New York Yankees fan until she ran for Senate. That's a mild example of what Media Matters does and is capable of. They are a horror show. I remember the Hillary Clinton New York Yankees moment like it was yesterday. And I specifically remember it because my father, God rest his soul, was saying, it is hard to believe that people are that stupid. Something that's stuck in my mind forever. Stupid enough to believe that Hillary had always been a Yankees fan. So Elon is suing Media Matters. Donald Trump is suing multiple news outlets. Back to Rob Schmidt. Trump suing multiple news outlets for over a billion dollars for fake reports of a massive loss of 73 million for Truth Social. It was a fake story aimed at destroying a beneficial merger that was coming for his company. At the time, the fake story was everywhere. Truth Social is burning cash and piling up losses so rapidly that accountants warn it might not survive unless it soon completes a long-delayed merger with Digital World. Trump's imaginary social media platform, Truth Social, has lost $73 million since it launched. Truth Social is burning through cash and just piling up losses. Records show that Truth Social has lost $31.6 million since... Uh, it was all over the place. According to Trump's suit, the number was an utter fabrication. 
Each defendant in apparent coordination reported the same exact number, false number, within 24 hours of each other, citing to a Public Securities and Exchange Commission SEC filing in which the mystery $73 million loss appears nowhere. Huh. Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. And if you missed Greg Kelly reports last night, he also spoke about the media spin and Trump. America is a long way from real facts. Everything that's going on right now, politically, culturally, everything about America is based on not facts, but lies. And primarily lies about two men, two historical figures, George Floyd and Donald Trump. George Floyd deified, glorified. Donald Trump demonized marginalized, canceled. They must stop him, criminalized. But lies about these two gentlemen have brought us to where we are. And the grand architect of all of this is someone we know, <laughs> Joe Biden. Grand architect sounds too fancy. Let's call him a sloppy handyman. But the lies that he told and is telling right now has brought this country to the brink. His entire presidency, don't forget this, is based on a lie. This is really the very first time he talked to us as a presidential candidate. This is when he launched his campaign, and it starts with a lie. He said there were, quote, some very fine people on both sides. Very fine people on both sides? With those words, the President of the United States assigned a moral equivalence between those spreading hate and those with the courage to stand against it. Charlottesville, you remember, I'll get to what President Trump really said, but this is it. This is the key to his presidency, Charlottesville and the Charlottesville lie. Next. That's why today I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. All right. All based on this. And what can't we forget? We can't forget what happened in Charlottesville. Even more important, we have to remember who we are. This is America. All right, this is America. Uh, Charlottesville, what did happen in Charlottesville? There was that awful, um, well, a guy took his car and went into those protesters, and yes, oh, a young woman was killed, and that was, that was awful. But as to what President Trump said about that day, he did not say what they say he said, and what so many people still believe that he said. Listen, please. You also had people that were very fine people on both sides. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. So the guy in the car who ran over that woman Neo-Nazi, white supremacist, whatever you want to call him, should be condemned totally. Crystal clear. He said it out loud. But folks, as far as protesting the monument of Robert E. Lee, you know, there are two sides to that position. And you can be a very good person and believe that Robert E. Lee represents everything that's wrong with America and slavery and that statue should go and we can have that discussion I might even be sympathetic. I would listen, right? I don't agree, but I would listen. Lots of people, good people feel that way. 
and lots of good people feel that these monuments must be maintained, part of our heritage. That's Newsmax host Greg Kelly. And if you've been paying attention, like him or not, you know that outspoken GOP presidential contender Vivek Ramaswamy has been making headlines. According to Nikki Haley, that is all he is doing. This from The Balance last night with Eric Bowling. Vivek came after his political opponent in a presidential debate, Nikki Haley, a woman. Vivek also came after a leftist media soldier for playing dirty in an interview, CNN's Abby Phillips. And yes, he also happens to, she happens to be a woman, a woman, I'm sorry. And Vivek came after Ronna McDaniel, RNC chair, expressing a frustration that frankly many in the Republican Party have expressed of late. And yes, McDaniel also happens to be a woman, which Nikki Haley took full advantage of in this political wallop. He comes out of the gate, he hits... <laughs> the female chair of the party. He hits the female anchor on the platform and then he hits me. And I'm not saying anything. I ain't saying I'm just saying. But he might have a girl problem. (laughs) I'm just saying he might have a girl problem. Wow. Attacks from the left and attacks from the right. Without further ado, let's bring in 2024 presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy to discuss all of the, oh, you bad, you bad guy, Vivek. So Abby Phillips doesn't know the difference between policy and politics. Ron McDaniel, a lot of people agree with you. She's failing as the RNC chair. There's some people are looking to replace her. We'll get to her in a second. But but weigh in on your uh, quote unquote woman problem. Well, look, I think that having two X chromosomes does not immunize you from criticism. And to Nikki Haley, my message is this. Look, Kamala Harris probably isn't running for president. If you want to be in the party of identity politics, there's probably a slot better suited for you in the Democratic Party. But the reality is I will call out corruption in either party. Ronna McDaniel's pay. Eric, I mean, this is unbelievable if you think about this. Tripled, went up 3x as you spent money on all kinds of unconscionable things over the course of the period where 2018, 22, 23 and 20, of course, have all been disasters for Republicans. Where's the accountability? Media, take about Kristen Welker, who was on that debate stage from NBC News, pushing the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, pushing the lies of the Hunter Biden laptop story being false. Where's the accountability? So my view is I don't care if you're black or white, man or woman, Democrat or Republican, I will hold you accountable for the truth. And that's what I think it's going to take in real leadership in this country. That's what I think it's going to take of the next president. That's businessman and GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy on Newsmax last night. Meanwhile, the big business headline today is that OpenAI is bringing back CEO Sam Altman, and we can all sleep tonight. I'm sure you've seen or heard about this. It has reached an Elon Musk level of press coverage and reaction. Altman was fired by the board of OpenAI back on Friday. OpenAI employees and the co-founder demanded that those board members resign. Yesterday, Microsoft CEO said, hey, why don't you all come work over here? And boom, Altman gets hired back. Stock and bond markets are open today ahead of the holiday that close tomorrow for the holiday. Markets will be open on Friday, but will close early. And there are zero events on the White House calendar today because the president and first lady are already in Nantucket, continuing the Biden family tradition of spending Thanksgiving weekend in or on Nantucket. Not sure if you say in Nantucket or we're on Nantucket. 
They're staying at the home of billionaire hedge fund guy David Rubenstein, who probably manages some of the Biden's millions or billions. Keep up with all the news today and every day on Newsmax. It's available. I know you're saying, where did they get all that money? (laughs) Newsmax is available on most major cable providers, including AT&T, Comcast, Cox, Spectrum, Xfinity, Verizon, and many others. And be sure to get your free trial of Newsmax Plus. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. It includes all your favorite Newsmax hosts, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, Salcedo, Higby, and more. Analysts from people like Mike Huckabee, Carrie Lake, uh, Judge Napolitano, and many others. Again, NewsmaxPlus.com. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Please continue to share it with your friends and family. I'm Tony Marino. Have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving holiday. And speaking of your friends and family, don't argue with them over politics at the Thanksgiving dinner. I will be here on Friday, so if you're traveling or just chilling out, uh, definitely give a listen. And keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.